Hey, welcome to Bonus Barrel. I'm Robin. With me is Shelby and Lef. Hey, welcome, welcome to the episode. Uh, Lef, why don't you tell us your your best news from this last week? Right away, right now. Let's get right into it. Well, that was that was definitely meeting the fabled legend that is P2. <laughs> um, from so it's the one and only um so it was it was kind of a funny funny occurrence so i was in halifax for halcon and uh i knew that they don't they live in the area i'm i I don't know exactly where i think you said i I don't want to say i'm not going to (laughs) reveal their location um so i I knew they were there but i was only there for like a day and a half so it's not like i was gonna like hey let's go meet up because that would be weird um, this was also kind of awkward, but also amazing at the same time. So, um, we were, uh, I was out shopping at a mall and then uh, we, we had a hotel room and then we were pulling back to the hotel room. And then, so as I pulled almost into like the actual parking lot of the hotel, I had this weird moment where I saw someone walking down the street and I, and, and I recognized them. And then at first I paid it no attention because, um, we, we live in a small town and, it happens to me a lot where, you know, you're walking down the street or you're you're somewheres and you see someone who you loosely recognize and then you're like, oh, right, that's someone who works at, you know, a Tim Hortons or a store that I, I frequent. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's you know, I don't know this person, but they're familiar to me because I see them a lot. And that's just something that, that happens a lot when you live in a small town. So I saw this person walking down the street and I, and I recognized them and then my mind just originally, or my f- first went to, hey, it's probably just, you know, this guy that works somewhere that you've seen before. And then I realized, wait a minute, wait a minute, you're in Halifax you don't know anyone here um why does he look familiar and i did a double take and then it it looked like p2 <laughs> so i i parked my car and i jumped out of it and i just you know, my <laughs> girlfriend my girlfriend was just like what's going on and i'm like i think that's p2 i have to, i'll be right back so i just jumped out of the car and uh Almost when it was still moving, but I, I was going to park it first. And then, so I jump out of the car, and then he's, like, crossing the street. So I just, like, take off after him just so I can make sure I can get the light. So I'm running down the street. And then as I start approaching him, I start to say to myself, what if this is not him? <laughs> like, I've only seen the pictures of him. And, and so... How sure are you that this is him? So the closer I got, the more nervous I got that this is not who who I thought it was. Mm-hmm. So I was a little paranoid, but I'm like, I, 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 I'm, I'm fairly certain. So then I did my the most polite thing I could, which was I, when he when he approached when he hit the sidewalk, I approached him from behind, and I was <laughs> just like, "Excuse me, is your name Mark?" And then he turned around and he he kind of gave me this weird look, like. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm I'm left from Bonus Barrel. And oh then he was God. like, What? And then we 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 hugged. Ah, and, that's and cute. then oh yeah, oh just wait. Um and then so we, we then it was just like, Oh my god, what are you doing? What are you doing here? And then I kinda tell, told him and then we hugged again. And then we, we were just like, oh, and he's like, I have to get going, but like, you know, this is such a crazy occurrence. And then we, we took a picture, and then before we left, we, we shared, I think, a third hug. Aww. So 
in in the minute two minute into two minutes where I I seen him I hugged him three times yeah. and uh, yeah and uh, so it was like instant bromance. I don't think I've ever hugged you and and I consider you a close friend. It was it was it was so almost surreal in this way because like I've I've he's been like an internet friend for like year and a half two years yeah, something like that. that and so it was and it's it was cool. just really it was just and just randomly running into him like that so it, I just got so like overwhelmed with excitement and, and yeah we yeah. hugged each other like he three probably, times you yeah, probably had to run to the bathroom change your pants. Mo- more than you likely. <laughs> Yeah, change those pants. <laughs> That's awesome. No, but it was cool. it was really cool. Um, just randomly running into yeah, P two in Halifax. Yeah, what a apparently what he a big he works world. right next to the hotel that I was staying at. He works at the hotel. He's, a, he's like a next to the hotel, oh, close okay. to the hotel. He's like a nurse, isn't he? Something like that. I, I call know. him a male nurse. I don't think he actually is a nurse, <laughs> but he works at the hospital. I think. He's an orderly, he's isn't he? He does. I think that's what they said. Last time, yeah, right. I think no we asked secret. him about it. No secret. He talks about it on his little his little show. Let's let's get a plug out to Cartridge Clubber, Cartridge Clubbers. I think is what it's called. Cartridgeclubbers dot com. It's uh, that's their little site where they talk. About, I think they talk about games, right? It's not cartridgeclubbers dot com, is it? <laughs> okay, okay. I don't like. Are you, are you purposely giving the wrong site, or are yeah, you just be, really that tired? That's the thing where I'm dumb. I was just you know, like, cartridge, cartridge club. I think cartridgeclub.net, cartridgeclub.angelfire.com. <laughs> but club is like C L A W B, like cartridge cartridge club. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> That's cool. Good story. I give that no damage. So I'd recommend that story to anybody. Uh, I've heard a couple of cool things about Nintendo lately, or recently, the other day. So did you hear about the uh, the, the golf, the NES golf game being on the Switch? Or, yeah, on the Switch. Hidden on the Switch? Hidden? No? Okay, well, golf was a game created by uh, Iwata back in, I think, 1984. And I guess there's a, a way to, it's an official quote-unquote official way, this is from IGN, to unlock the emulator and a modified copy of 1984's NES Golf, which can only be done on July 11th, the same day the fourth president and CEO of Nintendo passed away. Uh, oh, loaded... I was born that day. July 11th. There you go. The loaded date... The loaded date originates from network time synced time, regardless of whether the user has it enabled or not, meaning that if your console has been connected to the internet, the emulator knows the correct date and time and can't be unlocked by manually changing the system state. So you have to actually be at July 11th. Uh, those who have not connected their console to the internet have been able to access and share the footage the motion. I guess there's a motion to unlock the game appears to be the same direct hand motion Iwata made during each Nintendo Direct. You know, the whole directly to you. Uh, yeah. So I guess if you do it with the motion controls, uh, it'll unlock the game. And additionally, a voice clip of Iwata can be heard when the game launches. Um, and as previously reported, the hidden NES emulator called Flog runs a modified version of NES Golf that supports Joy-Con motion control uh, allowing the player to swing by holding down L or R and making a physical swinging motion, which is pretty cool. It's pretty cool, so right? It can run nice, it can nice only tribute. Be, it can what? only be unlocked on July 11th. Yeah, the day he died. It's it's a tribute, a hidden tribute in the system. That's super yeah, cool. It, no, no, I think I think it's cool. It's just it's really specific to unlocking. Yeah, his death date. His death, yeah, death I, I know, but like, but like, we have to wait a whole year to try it again. 
It's a, it's a little. That's what makes it special. Yeah, make it special. No. I guess so. you know, not buying like a water. I think it would be more version. special if they just gave it to everyone for free. I think the world needs these types of hidden things, and there's not enough anymore with with like data mining and shit. I mean, which is how I think this was found. Uh, I like this. I like hidden. All right, let's 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 move. Okay, I got another thing to talk about Nintendo afterwards, but let's move on to a little bit of a mini topic. Let's talk about hidden stuff in games, urban legends, hidden. Like, do you not like uh, the idea of things that you have to like work? That could take years to find because I think that's super cool. Well, definitely not years. I, I don't have years. You probably do have some years left. Well, well, I, to to live, yeah, yeah. But like, I I don't want to spend them finding random stuff in video games. I love it. I love that things are still found. Like the whole Master Hand thing being found. Like what seven, eight years after in Melee that you could actually play as Master Hand, but in this extremely weird, convoluted method of actually getting him unlocked. That's super cool. I love, I love it. I don't like that things are so obvious nowadays. Hide some stuff in games. Find a way to hide it, which is almost impossible now, which is a bummer. But like, part of the problem with that sort of stuff is yeah. how, you know, if, if they're going to spend the time making the content, but then it's only available to such a small percentage of the people playing the game, you know, it's hard to justify doing that. You know, it seems it seems like a very strange approach. You know, it it's certainly not a modern approach, in in my opinion, and and I think that's why it's dying out because it's it's just, it's an old it's an old way to do things, and cool. you know, I think I think it, we should move on from it. I don't like it. I love it. Bring it bring it on. Put some more hidden stuff. It doesn't be big. Just some stuff that's like really difficult to find. But uh, we and left are clearly in disagreement here. Shelby, what what do you think? I like it. I think it's. Uh... Even if it adds no, like, I mean, it's fun to look for, like, these things, like, yeah. these secrets. Um, even if it doesn't really add, like, a whole lot of depth or anything, they're just fun to find. You lose, left. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I had for this, uh, so something good came from con- from comments this time. So I actually read the comments a little bit about that, and one little story that piqued my interest that I didn't actually know about, but then I went and found a, from Eurogamer, I found an article about it, but... This is kind of a nice little story. Something a little heartwarming to to thaw out left negativity towards cool game secrets. Uh, this, uh, this <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> From Eurogamer, uh, a blind child's letter to Nintendo has gone viral after a boy receiving a heartwarming response back from the company written in Braille. Did either of you hear about that? No. Well, 10-year-old Hibiki Sakai from Osaka, Japan, wrote to Nintendo to thank the developer for creating his favorite video game series, Rhythm Heaven. Hibiki joins the rhythm heavy, or enjoys the rhythm-based games, as his father uh, Kentaro explained on Twitter. Uh, despite life-saving eye surgery, which left him blind since the age of two, uh, and he quotes, "My son Hibiki is blind and, and has perfectly cleared every game in the Rhythm Tengoku series. The only games he can play." Uh, his father uh, Kentaro wrote, "He sent Nintendo a letter, and then they actually responded." And then um, them sending such a sincere uh, correspondence to just one person is, is truly divine customer service. Nintendo, we're anxiously awaiting the next installment of the series. And then they wrote back in uh, Braille, Thank you so much for sending us here at Nintendo your heartwarming letter. Uh, we are so happy to hear that you're perfected and enjoyed Rhythm Tengoku, Rhythm Tengoku Gold, Mina no Rhythm Tengoku, and Rhythm Tengoku the Best. We passed on your letter to Nintendo's development department. We want to keep making games that everyone can have fun playing, so thank you for your support. That's pretty cool. Yeah. What a nice thing. Mm-hmm. Can you hate on that left? Do you got some hate for that? Oh, my God. 
think it's bad? Bit, what? <laughs> a little bit, but not, not, not enough. Not enough <laughs> not <that I> care. <laughs> How could... Why did they write them back like that? Why couldn't they come in person and said thank you? No, no, no. I, I think I think the gesture is great. I love the whole thing. Yeah. But then they publicize it to make themselves look good. and that's, uh, Well, Nintendo like, didn't publicize no. it. Well, the you know, yeah, right. <laughs> the father Bullshit. did. He's so happy about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he found a way to be negative. That's impressive. They, it's it, you know, they're just it's a PR thing, and like you know, I don't I don't <laughs> fault them for doing it. This is what businesses do. What? So they can't do nice things at all? Well, they can do nice things. But you think but it's like, like double? Like they they they, they 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 do it for a reason. It's it's not they're not altruistic. All right, about I'm gonna paint it, a picture I mean? here. Dark room, Nintendo HQ. Uh, it's probably thundering out <laughs> the distance. And there's a new uh, CEO, but we don't know who he is yet. He's all hidden in the shadow, and he's like, <laughs> Sir, we received this letter from this blind child today. <laughs> what does it say, minion? It says that he really enjoyed playing this game, the series, Risen Tengoku, because he's blind, but he's still able to enjoy and play the game. Interesting. I, I see a pattern. We could use this to get more positive press. Quickly! Give me my, give me the, our, our best braille writer in the department. I have an idea. <laughs> what the fuck? We're gonna write a friendly letter saying thank you, and we're gonna send it to this child. And you know what's gonna happen? <laughs> Fools that they are, they're gonna tell other people, and then they're gonna tell other people. And Nintendo stocks will go up zero point zero three four percent. We'll be rich. <laughs> and that's well, in your mind. Well, I don't believe it's as quite as malicious as that sounds, <laughs> but it's it's definitely that without a doubt. Uh, yeah. Anyways, so that I thought that was a nice story. Two out of three heart, uh, bonus barrel members, I'm sure, enjoyed hearing such a nice story. <laughs> uh, I have another thing, but before that, how about you, you guys have more stuff you guys want to talk about? I, I have a thing. <laughs> what is it? Uh, about the wonderful movie that we watched. Oh my fuck. <laughs> yes. Oh, fuck. So, so every couple of weeks, we go to Roberto's house and we watch, uh, quote, scary movies or scary movies. Horror, horror movies um, yeah. So horror movies, yeah. So um, this <laughs> or this past uh, past Friday, we watched um, the North American Death Note movie. All the people that make life miserable. Make life dangerous. What if we can change things? Oh my god, the Netflix death no, de- de- <laughs> Horror? Uh, you, you, you classify that as a horror well, it, movie? I think its genre is technically horror. I don't classify it as a movie, let alone really? a horror okay. movie. Yeah. But you know, it, it's, it says horror <laughs> elements. It's murder and shit. Uh, okay. Have you, so you've seen yeah, Death Note, right, Left? You watched oh, I've seen, I've seen the I've seen the live action as well. I've Oh yeah. The new one? The Netflix one? Yeah. Oh, good. We could it. talk about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What a piece of fucking garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Everything that could possibly be wrong is wrong in that movie. Everything. Yeah. They, every character is wrong. And look, We were looking for, like, good things, and we just, it was, we were struggling really, really hard to come up with, like, anything good. It's like, okay, well, Ryuk looks kind of cool, but, like, his eyes are fucked up. So, and they could have, yeah. like, you know, and just kind of trying to pick, like, not even whole things, but just little things to, to, to enjoy it. But ultimately, that movie was just a dumpster fire. The one thing that that was, 
I don't want to say executed well, but it was more of a happenstance, I suppose. But when when Ryuk is out of focus, he looks great. Yes, yeah, he, he looks, looks creepy face. as fuck. Yeah, yeah. It's great, but yeah. But his face that he looks really weird. He, yeah. Mm-hmm. So so literally, Ryuk, out of focus, great. Yeah. But th- th- that's kind of the only good part of this whole friggin' movie. The Death movie. Note itself looks really good. Because we, we watched yeah, some of the Death, Death Note cool. after, and the Japanese one Death Note was pretty shitty looking. So yeah. The book itself? Yeah, the book itself looked really cool. <laughs> Well, the book, like, I thought it was cool, like, aside from, like, there being a bajillion more rules than there was in the original uh, for him to <laughs> yeah. follow, but what was cool is that you could flip through and, and see the names of the people that, I guess, the other keepers had killed before, and they were written, like, some of them uh, looked, like, really, really old, so it's like, how long has this thing, I mean, obviously it's existed for a very long time, but it, you would not have been, you would have not have known that from, like, the, the anime or the manga, because the one like it, it's fucking pristine. So, yeah, exactly. but it's a magical book. Yeah, Being pristine makes perfect sense. Light to me. Turner. It does. It does. But I like the look of the Light older, Turner. shittier one more than <laughs> than the new looking one. Man, so. Light Light in the in the manga, which I'm actually currently rereading. I never finished reading the manga because after you know the big the big event happens in the book, I just stopped reading. It. But I passed that part now, and I'm reading it. So I'm in, so don't mm-hmm. spoil the ending of it. I don't actually remember it. Oh, um, the ending's great. Good. Good. But uh, Light is a fucking sociopath, like a, an insane mm-hmm. person who who and brilliant. Yeah, a super smart megalomaniac narcissist will will do what he can to succeed. Just create just a bad. He's a bad guy, and that's what makes his character such fun to watch. His interaction, like you don't really root for him unless you're also crazy. But you're you know you, he's still an engaging villain to watch. Uh, but the one in the movie, the Netflix film, he's just like whiny little idiot he's a little bitch he, yeah he is yeah. a little bitch he's like mia's more mia sorry misa who misa in the japanese version mia in this one uh who's now his high school friend slash girlfriends who the light in the in the original series only kept me around so much as that he could use her he would have killed her in an instant if he could have but in this he's like oh he, he could not stand her in the no, anime he, yeah he hated her he wanted her gone but he couldn't get rid of her but in this one, he's like, like, like begging to have sex with her and shit. Like, uh, look at my death note I just found. Uh. And then she's yep. like, oh, give me that death note. She's so into the death note. She doesn't give a shit about him. Oh, I mm-hmm. want this. Give my fucking book. I'm just yeah. a fucking cheerleader, okay? Yeah. More <laughs> cheerleaders everywhere. Yeah, that was like a good line in the in the movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Man, it was fucking. It wasn't even that funny. It was mostly just. Yeah. I knew, look, I know you have to change a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I know that you're doing adaptation into North America. You're going to change things. You're going to condense a huge series. But they just got every, there's no spirit of anything. Yeah. Nothing is right. Not even, mm-hmm. even Ryuk is not right. Ryuk, right. Ryuk is all wrong. Ryuk is all wrong. Because Ryuk in, in the anime, he's he's more like a I'm along for the ride yeah, kind of guy. Kind of you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. and in, and he's like this like malevolent being trying to you know like just like fuck people over and, the, <laughs> and pass the, the book one. around. Yeah, so it's just like they they didn't capture any character. No, properly. no character. Not, not even like a glimmer of what they should be. Was even L was this. so off. Yeah, yeah, that was. Eh. Uh, they they at least tried a little bit harder with L. A little bit. You know, the actor kind of seemed like the it. eccentric and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it's in the in the anime and the manga like light goes through like he he you know tries to keep that fucking death note secret like for fuck's sakes and then the one in the in the north american live uh, uh 
anyway, he's just like, hey guys, check out my death note. Look at this. He fucking finds Mia and he's like, want to see something cool? Uh, kill somebody on fucking live <laughs> television. And then all of a sudden they go home and immediately just fuck. And they've only known each other for like, what? I don't know, a couple hours, maybe. Also, he was like weirdly just protective of her at the beginning. Do you remember that? When yeah. like these, uh, yeah. she went up to like the dude that was getting bullied and then, uh, anyway, it backfires on her, and then he, Light Turner, shows up, and fucking, uh, what does he say? Anyway, like you're, you, it was... You failed twice, right? And the guy's like, yeah, well, guess what? Yeah. If you punch me, you're 18, I'm, that's fucking child abuse. And then he gets punched yeah. in the face, which I'm punch glad in the face. he deserved it. I love, I love that threat, child abuse, if you attack me. Yeah. Bad. So I want to compare the comparison between the Japanese movie, which, which we watched half of afterwards, and this one. Yeah. The Japanese movie intro opens with you see a hand writing stuff into the note, and then people dying mm-hmm. from heart attacks, and mm-hmm. that kind of you start building this mystery. You see like newspaper articles and shit, like who is killer and all this crap, and so that's how it opens. And eventually, you meet Light. In this one, it opens with Light fucking. Yeah, you see scenes of high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> scenes of high school, and then you see him sitting on the bleachers with this weird music playing. And mm-hmm. that was my tech. Sorry, this mu- weird music playing, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then people are coming up and paying him. So to show that he's smart, he's basically doing other people's homework. That's the only way they show that he's smart too. Yeah, which never comes. Like to that's play it. Yeah. He's not smart. Yeah. Uh, what, <laughs> oh, uh, so he's an idiot. two very different intros. Uh, Give me my fucking book. I want my fucking book. Mia, dumb bitch. Anyway. Whoa, whoa! How what? cute. That's she's not, dumb. She was, she They're both life. so stupid. Like, yeah, how they do everything. And it's, oh, anyway. Give me I mean, fucking book. Bad doo doo. Yeah. Nothing good about that movie. The overacting, too, like in the death scenes. Also, th- that in general, like, there's a dude that gets hit by a truck. Um, and he just, you know, the, the truck is, is not going very fast. And when he gets hit, he just, like, explodes. Yeah. You know? So it's like. Anyway, the sense. fact that they showed all the all the deaths like the way they did, it's pretty cool. Yeah. But anyway, did you take note and of like, all of them? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and they got oh, like boy. Willem Dafoe to be like the voice of Ryuk, which is probably like half of their budget, right there. Yeah, yeah. a good a good choice for Ryuk, mind you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, his voice is pretty awesome. But yeah, so I think that may have raised everyone's hopes when they were like, "Oh yeah, yeah Willem Dafoe," and then it was just like. Never mind. It could have been good. <laughs> and I was saying to someone else, like, if they had just did it as, instead of adapting the manga series, but using the premise as a basis, so the Death Note mm-hmm. just falls in modern America, we have different characters and shit, it would have been way less <laughs> yeah. offensive than what we saw. Agreed. It, yeah. I don't even know, sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, I don't even know, like, um, cause I'd heard some comments, uh, about the budget for it, um, and I don't think budget with Netflix is an issue because yeah, Netflix be right. has a ton of fucking money. So, yeah. uh, I don't know. A budget can explain effects, shots, yeah. casting and all that stuff, but it really shouldn't affect how good the script is or how good the adaptation yeah. was. This person like, it's like they went to Wikipedia and read the character bios and then created a film around it. It's just, <laughs> it's just not, it's just not good. Like, it, like it's nobody's yeah. right. No, nobody's right. It, you want to use different characters. 
But but I I agree with you a hundred percent that you know if they would have just hey you know this is just you know this isn't light this is just you know Death Note falling in in America. modern yeah. America and then you know this these are the events that played out they could have they could have did a lot with it you know Absolutely. they could have just overhauled everything and even if it wouldn't have been you know if, if even if it would have been like a crappy movie it still wouldn't have been at least wow you really just screwed everything up I would have been less to complain about yeah exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah they very could. unfortunate. And just another comparison, like, L is uh, such an awesome character in the comics. Mm-hmm. And he his introduction in, in the in the series is so good. Like, and then I just want to compare it to this movie. So in, 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 the, in the manga, you after Killer's been around for a while killing people, he's like, uh, he basically has this guy named Linda L. Taylor who's uh, on TV presenting, like, L, you know, I'm calling you out, you're immature, you're a child. You're you know you're killing you're not doing the world's good and stuff and then Al's like well fuck this guy you're dead writes his name the guy immediately dies and you're like shit holy crap and then it's the screen switches and it's actually his his logo the L logo and he's like you just killed mm-hmm. some guy who was on death row for today anyways I just wanted to see how you could kill and now yeah. and, and we broadcast this to where I thought you would be based on the way the killing patterns have been going and now I deduced that you're in you're in Kanto region and this mm-hmm. this broadcast only played in that region so now I know for sure you're here all this shit he calls him out then Ryuk's like oh I like this I'm rooting for this guy now yeah that <laughs> is an awesome intro but in, in, in yeah. this one he just comes out showing his face that for his ninja mask he comes out and it's like to a press yeah. conference out of nowhere it's like I'm gonna find you and you're not gonna get away with this and then walks away that was pretty much yeah. it I'm like, what? How do you? One of the best scenes in the whole manga takes place like the first issue, and you and you couldn't yeah. even get that right. They got the L logo right, though. Yeah, they did get the L logo right. <laughs> it is kind of hard to fuck that up, though. Yeah. Kira, that must mean he's in Japan because yeah. he's calling it Kira. Yeah. <laughs> he called himself Kira. This not even. He did. Doesn't even name himself. Oh, it's so. How do they? It's like they just tried to get it wrong on purpose. I don't know. Look, I don't like. I don't like being too negative on things, but there's just nothing to to say that's good about it and yeah. i really like the original series and i'm sure that under regular circumstances maybe this guy does great stuff but this movie can't say it was a good adaptation bad adaptation no. and people want more adaptations but it's like if you want more like you know stop fucking them up and then maybe we'll get more but i don't know why this happened so much like to compare this to dragon ball evolution which is one of my favorite bad adaptations <laughs> that movie is actually fun to watch even though it's wrong on every level and I'm a massive mm-hmm. Dragon Ball fan, so I'm going to be a little more anal about this stuff anyways. But, like, yeah, Dragon Ball Evolution is as stupid as it was. It's still funny to watch. This one was just soulless. Yeah, we had a trouble getting through to the end. And I think when you said it was, like, an hour and 40 minutes, I was like, holy fuck. How are we going to get through this? I was getting angry at how bad yeah. it was. Yeah. Anyways. It was bad. Yeah, Death Note. What, uh, uh, did you did you like it, Left? How, how much damage would you give it? Probably full damage. It was. It was. There was. Like I said, like one of the best parts was the fact that we looked okay out of focus. So that's <laughs> the notebook looked okay. Yeah. So just the like, L was right. Yeah. Yeah. So like <laughs> three like, things. Like, the, the things we're talking about that, that that are okay are just like you know bare minimum of what is okay. <laughs> the L so, was good. Yeah, yeah it was good. Yeah, the L. Yeah, L wasn't yeah, yeah. good. That's but like, the L was good. The L was good. Yeah, like if if those are the things you're saying to try to make this movie sound good, it, you're really having to stretch to get that. Or so. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, and, oh, the, the whole like you can tear the page out and burn it one time, and that will stop a person from dying. So arbitrary. Ferris wheel. bad, sick. Do you guys want to talk about game difficulty at all? 
<laughs> no, not really. But w- uh, what's your favorite? It's a thing that exists. Mode? Favorite difficulty mode. Yeah. I don't, well, there's a lot of different kinds of difficulty modes. What's your favorite. So. I don't know. Mine's like, normal. I, I like normal. Yeah. Okay. I like I, it depends what you're doing, I guess. Like, I've uh, I've certainly enjoyed games where it's just like, you know, hardcore mode where you die and you got to start over again. Yeah, those are those can be entertaining under the right that. circumstances. I experienced that <laughs> in the arc the other day. I had built a base for the last week. I logged in the next morning and it was completely gone. So they, they literally obliterated it to the point of there is no foundation or structures left at all. Well, Jeez. you still have all your engrams, right? No, I mean, I leveled up, so I'm okay. Exactly. So you're not starting over. Well, it's like starting over in terms of building yeah, a home. But you're not. They blew, like they blew up our <laughs> other remote bases, too. They just, they, they just wiped us out. Well, I'm, well, like, what I'm talking about is, is like, Diablo. Hard when, hardcore. When you die, you start the whole game over again. I felt like I was oh. life over. You're not. You're, like. you're, you're a high-level character, like higher-level character, so that's not nearly as bad. It sucks. It arcs the old days. Of uh, death and I just want to say Arkin because Ark. <laughs> uh, it was an Ark day when I logged in because it was it was so sad. Uh, life's life's so <coughs> Ark. <clears throat> uh, sometimes you gotta laugh at it. You know, when I get a car, I might have to park down the street away from the guilds <laughs> that kill my uh, tribes that kill my my bases. Oh boy! Right, I I just started to be so snarky about all this, <laughs> right? <laughs> Damn it! I got nothing else. <laughs> God, all right. Uh, I guess we go with topic then. Unless you got I more, think so. more? No. Up next, is that thing we do? The topic. This your the last day of your month. Yeah, so this was the big day, the, uh, the day uh, of the Dark Souls. Dun, dun, dun. Um. So yeah, so I guess the first thing is I need to slightly explain why Dark Souls Three was chosen oh. and not Dark Souls One. Should we explain the game so the first? F- like what it is? No. What is Dark Souls? No. 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 We're gonna explain the reason and then we'll jump into the game. Okay. Um. So. The reasons why I picked Dark Souls 3, number one. Okay, number one. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, not the best of reasons, but these are the reasons. Number one, it was far more easy and accessible for the three of us to play it. Um, we all we all have the power to play the first one to some extent, but everyone has their PS4 hooked up and just... It was, it was simpler to play. Um, number two... Number two! there's a certain game mechanic that in the first Dark Souls game you don't unlock until like after the fourth or fifth boss I don't remember the exact number but um, and it's really useful so you know how there's you can teleport through your bonfires Mm -hmm. you you don't get that ability until much later on in the first Dark Souls Um, it's 
and it's something that just kind of helps streamline the game. Um, so I wanted you guys to see how far you could get rather than having to run through the beginning areas over and over and over again, which is something you kind of have to do in Dark Souls. But there is mm-hmm. a great appeal to that because the areas in Dark Souls are magnificent. Um, but I was hoping that this would help us get a little further along in the game. Um, yeah, so those those are kind of the reasons. There was a third reason that I thought of. Number three! But I kind of... But I forgot what it was right now, so there is no number three. Left top two reasons for playing Dark Why? Souls 3 over no, Dark no, Souls no, no. 1. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, not like... <laughs> those are the reasons why Bonus Barrel played Dark Souls 3 over Dark Souls 1. Um, so yeah, okay, so so Dark Souls. Um, it is a game yeah. that you is very dark, and there are souls involved. Dark Souls. <laughs> Next episode of Bonus... No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, so it's it's kind of this like action adventure RPG game, I guess would be the best way to slightly describe it. And uh, you run around, you kill zombies and skeletons and demons and things of that nature, and then there's tough bosses to fight. And yeah, that's the game. Uh, Capcom, right? <laughs> yeah. Is it Capcom? Way forward. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Did you really think it was what Capcom? What am I thinking of? What am I thinking of? Is Capcom well, game? Bandai is the publisher. Dragon's Dogma. Yeah. Doesn't, what? Doesn't Capcom have like a game that's kind of like this? Like a, like a Dark Souls-ish kind of game? Devil May Cry? No, I don't, I don't know if played that it. game. So I've never played that, so uh, I can't I thought maybe, Cap- maybe Capcom announced the game they're doing this like... Whatever. Anyways, uh, from software? Like code Vein? You say way forward? From software. No, I did. I did. You as mean a joke. from software? From software. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Shantae series. Then, yeah. Shantae cross uh, Dark Souls would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So yeah, it is. It is infamous for being a difficult, challenging game. Although some people can beat it super quickly, so it's not that hard. Apparently. When did it come out? This one. Yeah. Twenty. That's a good question. Not that long ago. Twenty. No, not. I just. I just. I don't. I don't care about when things came out. People I care about care. how good the, they the are. Folks care. That's one of the top most requested things that I receive via Twitter. Like, hey, once dates that game come out, I need to know. I need to know real bad. March twenty sixteen. There you go. One year and, and change ago. That was. Do you want to design it as well? Yes. Or? Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> I can't, I'm not going to pronounce their names because okay. they're Japanese names, and yeah. Oh, yes, uh, try every time. Every time I try, Rob makes fun of me, so I'm not. I'll, I'll say the one that I can probably which pronounce, okay. which is Hiroshi yeah. Yoshida. Nice. There we go. He designed the whole game. Well, there was him and three other people. What's the other three people. Uh, you can look them up yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And this for PlayStation Four, PC, and also Xbox. Uh, I would imagine X Bone. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> and Switch. What did you say, Shelby? I said it is on Xbox. Nice. Oh, is that how you played it? No, you played PS4. Okay, cool. All and right. there is DLC available for the game. I have not touched it, really? but I have heard from friends that it is very good. It's very difficult, Why haven't but you played very it good. Because I don't have the time or oh, money for okay. DLC. Megan's played the shit out of this game, by the way. A lot. Oh, has she? Yeah, like hundreds of hours. She beat. I think she beat all the bosses and stuff. Did she do New Game Plus? I don't know. Okay, maybe because that, that's one thing with this Possibly. game is that you know you can do a New Game Plus. I've never attempted a New Game Plus because yeah. usually once I beat a Dark Souls game, I usually like need to decompress from that game for a while, <laughs> so I won't go back <laughs> to it. Fair enough. 
Cool. All right. Um, so yeah. yeah. So uh, Rob, this is your first time playing mm. like a Souls game. Not true. Okay. I played a little bit of Demon Souls. Okay. Very very little. Okay. As in, I like made a character, ran around, died, didn't like the game, and stopped playing it. Okay. So so pretty much full first experience. Kind of first first real experience trying. Yeah. Game first time I put effort. Shelby. Into okay. And Shelby, I know you told me that you watched like your brother play almost this entire game. Oh yeah, um, he was uh, doing I think a luck build on you know, a new game plus when he was here for a weekend, and I just kind of sat and watched them the whole time. Oh uh, okay, okay. So yeah. you, so you're familiar with the game because you've seen it, but was this the first time playing it? Yeah, like I a Souls played, game. Uh, well, I played uh, Bloodborne a while ago because um, Megan wanted me to start playing it. Um, so and I think I got to the boss he's like in the graveyard or whatever and you can play like that weird music box thing and he's like okay. yeah that guy the first boss yeah i got to him um but yeah and then actually uh like dark souls i think more than i liked bloodborne uh because i actually want to beat this game <laughs> so anyway excellent yeah it's a good sign it yeah. is um so yeah so the the game's broken up into a lot of different kind of areas through the game. Um, so, I guess, I don't want to, I don't know, I don't want to get, I guess, say, Shelby knows the whole freaking game, so I guess <laughs> spoilers for her, but, and I don't know if you intend to play any further than what you've gone uh, for the episode, Rob, but, um, how, how far did everyone get? Like, I'm um, just out of curiosity. I'm at Vort right now. You're at what? Vort of the Boreal Valley, that guy. Okay, okay. The first, first boss, first, essentially. First first field boss okay yeah and rob i, I know you told boss. me you beat him yeah yeah awesome and how much further did you get after that uh, i walked back to the shrine and level up <laughs> okay oh so i, ta you, I you, talked you to made... a, a person in a room uh behind the boss or before the boss i went back in, into a room and talked to is it the loretta yeah, no sure. no that's not her okay. um i know i know who you mean the uh, high priestess lady yeah, yeah the high yeah, priestess right. girl, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then, oh, actually, right. so I tried to do something else. I went and fought a guy and got a katana. Out in front of the oh, the, the was it the, the Master Swordsman, I yeah, think? Like the, the, the guy who's, like, wearing, like, only a loincloth? Yeah, yeah, I, I killed him and got his katana. Yeah. Did I, you I summon him in the boss battle? Oh, no, he's just inside. Oh, wait, what? No, but you can summon him when you fight really? uh, Vort. Oh, I did that. Yeah. I, did, yeah. I, did, well, I beat him after Vort, so, no. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so yeah, no, no, that, that's a great thing to kind of bring up too. So a big part of the Souls games is that you're, as, as a character, you're like only like half of alive in a way until you get, in, you kindle yourself and then you're kind of like all in flames. What is the premise? You, so the premise is something they want you to kind of discover on your own in a way. They're, the stories are there, but they're very loosely you know, being presented to you. There's no, like, cinematic. It's it's all, you know... <clears throat> the side quests kind of help if you do the side quests, but sometimes they're very hidden, and, and you need to look for them. Um, so the story, to some extent, you know, I don't know the whole grand scheme of it, but what they kind of tell you is how there's these... the I forget what they call the Lord people, the Lords of Ember or something uh, like Lords that. Lords of Cinder, I think. Lords of Cinder, that's the, the no one. Homeboys. This... <laughs> Jesus Christ. No homo so, boys. Whoa. They... <laughs> we were watching Steven Universe and there's an episode about no homeboys. Sorry. Yeah. That was a joke. That, that's okay. 
And uh, so they they wake up, and then you're part of like you're the kindled or whatever you're you're called, and then you're in charge of basically returning the lords of Cinder right. to sleep, which I guess is just killing them. Um, mm-hmm. And and yeah, so that, that's kind of the loose story of the game is that you know you're there to put the the lords of Cinder back to sleep. Then you know as you play the game and you meet other characters and. Uh, you well, kind of get to meet one of the bosses, especially. You'll learn a lot about him if you do one because I well I did it anyways. One of the the side quests for the Knight of Katarina. Okay. Were you gonna say something? No. Okay, I, I thought Shelby was. Shelby. Oh no, I heard because uh, for some odd reason, Left's uh, audio kind of went out, but, uh, but oh. it came back, so we're good. Okay, okay, good, good, good. Um, so, so yeah, like that, that's kind of the loose story that they have. Um, like I mm-hmm. said, you kind of need to dig into it to find it i found it at least they presented it a little bit clearer at the start of the game in this than in dark souls one with dark souls one i actually thought the story was one thing and i talked to a good friend of mine and he was like you are so wrong on what the story (laughs) is and i was like oh shit so it's it they're they're kind of weird how they don't really present it to you nor do you learn it by just playing through the game but you learn it by digging deeper into the game Mm mm-hmm so yeah, um, so yeah. How so? I guess I want to hear you guys' thoughts on it. Like, how did you guys enjoy it? Did you not enjoy it? What did you like? What did you not like? What? How were you playing the game? You know, uh, we. How are you leveling up your character? Things like that. Uh, all right. Well, I chose a knight, um, and I was going. I think vitality and strength, a little bit of dex. Anyway, none of the magic stuff. I didn't use any magic stuff, and. Yeah, blocked things and rolled around. Um, <laughs> my character is nice. He would help people in need. Um, I think he had a wife <clears throat> who's hovered over his shoulder and kind of guided him throughout his journey. Like if he didn't know what was around the corner, he might hear it in the back of his head. And then sometimes he would be berated for doing things wrong. <laughs> it's almost like he had a walkthrough with him talking to him in the form of a but yeah, he still of a he only managed to get to uh, the first boss What's, yeah he did he's the best oh, man. sometimes the voice would ring in his head hey you want me to do that for you and I'm like no I don't <laughs> want you to do that for me I'll do it myself I mean, you have, you have the, the luxury of having an expert in the room I did yeah I did beat the boss so. on my own though I didn't get any help but it was two tries I think until I beat the boss Okay. So Bam. whatever, but I found the boss way easier than the random guy on the roof who just turned into one of the first tutorial boss and then attacked you. Like f that guy, I didn't even beat him. I just guy on the roof. Yeah, there's a dude in the roof that has like four other guys. That, who oh, that turns into the gross. Like, yeah, that yeah. dude. I couldn't beat him, and so I gave up. I didn't even try fighting that guy. Either. I just ran past him. Those guys, yeah, those guys are tough. You have to get used to the idea of just running past things that I don't like to do. Um, so that was annoying. Yeah, well, like, especially when it comes to, because whenever it, it gets to this point where you're at a boss, and then, you know, you fight the boss, then you die, then you respawn at your bonfire, then typically mm-hmm. there's there's a path <clears throat> you can take that will allow you to get to the boss with fighting, you know, no or minimal amount of guys. So the skipping people is something, or skipping enemies is, is a very common thing, just, especially because they respawn so easily whenever you, you know, you die, use a bonfire mm-hmm. kind of thing. I hate that, by the way. I uh, one of the things is what I complained about last week or during hard bosses or whatever is I don't like when I have Not to do a, a bunch of backtracking. But just put a fucking checkpoint in front of the boss. 
I hate that I have to waste all my resources just getting back to him. I mean, yeah, I'll just run by people, but you still take hits. I still take hits, sorry, as, as, a, as a casual gamer in, a, in this field of gaming. And uh, I start losing my patience when I have to go back again and I die over some stupid mistake. Uh, it's just annoying. Just give me a checkpoint. I'm fighting your boss. I'm going to die a bunch on this boss. You designed it so I should die a bunch on this boss, which is great. I appreciate that. But I don't want to have to run back and look and look for shortcuts just to get back to your stupid boss. Oh, man. Hate but, it. See, see, the thing with the shortcuts is the shortcuts is like a big part of the appeal and the beauty of, of Dark Souls games is that these levels are crafted so brilliantly that, you know, they allow you to sometimes like, hey, it looks like I'm far away from the boss on my on first appearance. So what I do is, you know, I go to point A to point B to point C, then to the boss. Um, and then, okay, so once you've done that, and then you, you know, how I play the game is I find a new, there's a new area, I kill everything in that area, and then mm-hmm. I explore the entire area. And then you discover, hey, if I can actually get here by going this way, so then instead of going A, B, C, you can go pretty much A to C, um, just by having kind of, you know, did t- taken five minutes and explored the the area, and I think that's the big appeal this game mm-hmm. has is that the it's so well crafted and nothing. It's not apparent that there are these shortcuts, but all you need to do is just look a little bit for most of them, anyways, and you'll find it. Hundred percent behind shortcuts. I think the level design is very cool. Uh, I think shortcuts are useful, especially when the enemies keep respawning and stuff. Don't think it's necessary for your boss encounter. Why can't I just have a checkpoint for the boss? And once the boss is beat, you have to use those, those shortcuts and bonfires. Or even, and so as long as you're not walking in that boss room and you die, you still have to use the shortcuts. I have no issue with it, and I think it's a really cool part of the game. But if I'm going to be fighting a boss that's designed to kill you and you have to learn its patterns and shit, and every time I have to waste at least three or four minutes getting back to it, it's really annoying. And it takes you into the groove, too. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't like that. And then if you lose your souls in the way, oh boy. Oh man. That's uh, that I understand this part of the game losing your souls, which it just it just sucks to s- when that happens. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, oh boy, does it ever suck? Oh boy, oh boy. Um, but yeah, yeah. but yeah, th- th- and and you know, I think I think that is where you know part of the you know this game is hard comes from where you're constantly losing your souls. Um, mm-hmm. So Shelby, tell me mm-hmm. tell me how your experience is. Did you like the level design? How are you playing your character? Things like that. I'd like to know. Uh, yeah, so, uh, I picked a knight too, um, only because I just didn't want to, like, struggle. I know, like, from watching my brother play and stuff, uh, when he did his luck build, like, all of his, his main stats were fairly, what? Is he left build? Luck build. Luck build, okay. I actually was hearing left build each time. Sorry. Yeah, there's a left build. (laughs) Specifically a left build. Um, but anyway, just from watching him play and with his luck build and how his, uh, his main stats, like... Uh, just his he- his health and his stamina and stuff, how they're a bit lower, and I was like, I don't want to struggle like that. Um, and if I want to kill somebody, I want to make sure I can do it fast. So that's why I picked a I picked a knight. Though at the beginning, I kind of wished I'd picked um, somebody who had fire spells, uh, just because a lot of the enemies I think at the start um, go down a lot easier with fire. So um, anyway, uh, regret there, but that's fine. Um, and when I play, I'm, I mean, I think it's it's hard to get through if you're not like a fairly defensive player, uh, just because like blocking in a lot of in a lot of ways can save your fucking life. If you've got like no health left and you need to run past something, and you're just like, well, I'm just gonna throw the shield up and I'm gonna run past you, so don't hit me, please. Uh, that kind of thing. 
But um, at the beginning, I spent a st- like because my brother, when I watched him play, he you know that dragon that shows up and he just kind of like chills out on top of a tower and he like you know shoots flames uh, in two directions. Um, I spent a stupid amount of time uh, trying to kill him. Like and after the, uh, when you because uh, you, you you find did you get, unlock Gray Rat uh, Rob? You know the guy who's stuck in the cell. Did you get him? Okay. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, anyway, you get him back. He goes. He, he. You get him back at the shrine and stuff, and you can buy like different uh, arrows from him. Uh, but I spent uh, a lot of time trying to kill that dragon because I know with wood arrows, uh, you can buy ninety nine. But I think like as a character starting out, it's really hard to kill him uh, just with ninety nine wood arrows. <clears throat> so uh, anyway, you don't actually kill him. He just flies away. So like, what the fuck is that? Like, I wanted him to die. <laughs> satisfaction yeah um but anyway i spent a lot of souls and a lot of just like (laughs) trying to because my brother would just run by i'm like hey can you kill him and then my brother would be like oh yeah but it's really like you know don't waste your time doing it because uh you'll waste like a lot of souls and stuff and whatever and i'm like no fuck that i want it because that's the kind of thing like if it takes me like 10 minutes and i'm just like you know sitting in one spot shooting him in the face every couple of seconds like i don't care if it's gonna take me 10 minutes to do that because if he dies he's gonna give me something awesome um, but yeah, and I didn't think Mimics showed up as early, uh, in the game <laughs> as what they did, because in that tower under him, I think there was one, and I saw him, like, oh, fuck yeah, chest, opens it, it's a f- fucking Mimic, and he just destroyed me, and I was like, no! Yeah, but anyway. one thing you get in the habit of is always attack a chest before you open yeah. it. Yeah, learn the hard way. But anyway, yeah, and, uh, I left off at, uh, just before the first boss or whatever, and, uh, I died twice, um, but I mean, obviously, after watching my brother play, the strat is to stick under him and and, and beat the shit out of him until he dies. But anyway, it's a fun game. I like uh, also how all the bosses are very different, and the music is is very very good. So yeah, I would love to talk about favorite bosses, but I have favorites even though I haven't played them. Right, you've seen, because them. I've you've seen, seen them. them. So that's yeah. good enough. Yeah. Um, so who who favorite? Well, I like the the dancer of the Boreal Valley. She's really yes. cool. She's um, super creepy. Yeah, I hate even though like watching my brother play how it's just kind of contained to like a room, um, so you don't have well. And I actually maybe that's a lot of bosses where you don't have a lot of uh, a lot of space to maneuver around in. And with her especially, she's just like these huge sweeping attacks, and you're like, well, I'm I've got nowhere to go, um, so. And I also liked uh, Lothric and Lorien. Even though uh, the halfway point of that, when I first saw it, I was like, wait, what? Is that how that works? But anyway, they're, they're, they're a fun boss. I love I, I love the designs of of Lothric and Lorien, like just how they kind of operate. They're, so for anyone who doesn't know, so mm-hmm. these these two bosses, so they're two brothers, and there's like one brother who's like very frail, and yeah. the other brother who's who's like a knight. Now either of them have working legs. Um, so how it is is you fight one of them, and he's just the knight, and he teleports around, and he attacks you mm-hmm. with his sword, and then once you defeat him, his frail younger brother shows up, 
and he's a he's a spellcaster, so he's basically like on his bigger brother's back, who's a knight, and mm-hmm. so you fight kind of both of them. It just it's a really interesting boss because there's kind of just two of them, there's two health bars, um, yeah. and uh, it's a very fun fight because it, it was actually because when I first fought them and I and I beat the older brother and I was like, oh, that was really really easy, and all of a sudden like two more health bars that max out and then they're casting spells and I was like, oh god damn it, <laughs> um, but it, it was a really really cool design fight. Um, yeah. I will just say right now, uh, one of the Lords of Cinder is like the most disappointing fight in any Dark Souls game I've ever played. Um, Yorm the giant guy. Uh, I don't even know what the point of him as a boss in the game. He has um, no fire face, right? He's the guy that's at the beginning showing this in the cinematic when he gets up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when, when you fight him. Mm-hmm. You you need to use a very specific weapon that that is in the room where you fight him, and it's just like this giant blast of air, and you okay. charge it charge you charge it up <laughs> and you hit him that. three three times and then he's done and then the fight's over. It's in, it, it's it's super easy, mm-hmm. um, and if you do, I did the quest line for. Did you meet the Onion Knight when you watch your brother play it, Shelby? Yes. Okay, so if you do if you do the quest for the Onion Knight, um, basically he's there as well, and mm-hmm. then you're both hitting him with with the blast of air, so he'll die in like literally a minute. Um, makes makes an easy boss even easier. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I love I love the Onion Knight, so I had to do his quest. My favorite boss was uh, Smirnov. Yakov Smirnov. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> um, he kept icing me. Um, <laughs> so I had a hard time with this. You know. Boy. So, but so let's talk about the difficulty. So, how did you find the hard? Do you think that this game lives up to the hype of this? You know, ooh, Dark Souls is hard. Yes, I think so. I'm asking whoever wants to talk. Shelby said, "I think so." Yeah, I'd say definitely 100. percent But it's fun though. That's the thing. It's, um, it's yeah. It's manageable and I find... hard. What sorry? It's manageable difficult. Yeah, like, even if it is difficult, like, it's all about, like, learning patterns and stuff and just kind of timing and whatever. Um, it's like Mega and, which Man, is, modern I think, Mega Man. Yeah, which is, it's, um, I was going to say, it's pretty much every boss fight ever is timing and, and <laughs> figuring out patterns. But, uh, yeah, once you learn those, because, like, when I watched my brother, like, he beat it really, really fast. Um, like, he had come over, and I think at the end of the day, he was already at Lothric and Lorien and stuff, so I was like, okay. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think it's it's pretty difficult, but... Anyway. I certainly got angry playing it, so... Then, yeah, I guess it was pretty, pretty hard. It's annoying. Um, yeah, I don't like losing. Regular enemies can kill you if you fuck up. And if you're running low on resources and you're under the wrong group, you're probably dead. And getting back to your souls is a pain in the ass. Mm. So I would say it's it's difficult. Unfortunately, I played the game at the wrong time, so it's very unlikely I'll go any farther. Uh, but I, I feel like if I had played this at a different time, when I didn't have a bunch of other games that I really wanted to play, uh, I probably would have went farther in it. I think, even though I don't know, I don't know if I like it or not, but I I, st- I definitely didn't hate it. I really want to talk about the art too, especially compared to Bloodborne. Yes, yes. I, I like this way it. more than Bloodborne. Although everyone else seems to prefer Bloodborne, uh, I think that Bloodborne's too dark and depressing thematically, and this is dark and depressing thematically, which is another reason why I don't particularly care for its aesthetics. 
but at least it's a little more visually interesting to me. Although I do think the Bloodborne is technically better in terms of like graphically. I think it looks graphically better and a little bit tighter than this one. But this one is a little more interesting with some varied environments and stuff. But uh, yeah, they're both they're both sad to look at. They're dreary and they're oppressive, which is great because <laughs> that, that fits the theme of the game. But as a person who doesn't exactly, like that yeah. theme, it uh, you know kind of like I'm like well, well, some sunlight would be nice. Maybe a little bit of, <laughs> a little bit of green here or there. But it's There's worse. Sunlight on the wall. It's worse than like when you're up there. Lots. I'm being sarcastic. It's just very dreary. And there's a big wooded area you hit eventually. That might make it a little bit more mind, fun for me. Yeah, keep in mind the vegetation's dying yeah, in well, some places, and you know it's still it's still Dark Souls. But there there is a wooded area. Um, but honestly, the wooded area is 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 scary because things like to jump out at the trees, and then there's like these things, and yeah, it's creepy. Compared to Bloodborne, mm -hmm. where, where they're constantly going. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking people are sick hated in it. Blood yeah, I don't like sick. Sick. I don't like sick people. Sorry, <laughs> that's not right. I like that. Sick people are fine. It's like your fault. You're sick. The sound of sickness is, it makes me. It creeps me out. It makes me uncomfortable. So I don't. I don't particularly like Bloodborne for that reason in itself. But yeah, dying and death everywhere. Just man, it, it wears on me. I just. I don't particularly like it. So that that's a, a downside for me. But I do think that it looks. The game looks really cool. And I, I like the level design, like you said. And, and also the gameplay is quite tight for when you're actually in combat. You can kind of know what you're doing. Don't roll off the edge. That sucks. <laughs> but otherwise, you know, you, you, you're you in control of your character, which I, I will always praise a game when it, when it doesn't fuck around with control. Yeah, yeah. and the, the challenge is not in the, you know, controlling your character. Right, it's, it's cheap. The challenge is, 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 you know, where it should be, and, and you know, it's why the game is, is hard, but as successful as it is, so... And considering how hard um, of a game it is, notoriously hard, these games sell really well. So the fact oh, that there's an appetite time. for this stuff is good. Sad for the fans, though, because they don't want to do any more Dark Souls games. Yeah, apparently, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what, we'll see what the next game does. It tanks. Well, back to back to some more souls. <laughs> yeah, guess we gotta gotta get some money somehow. Yeah. Um, I would love to ask everyone's least favorite bosses. Um, but yeah. Sure. Um, so I'm gonna just say the hardest boss for me was actually the Abyss Watchers, which is like the first oh, Lord them. of Cinders that you fight. Yeah. Um, it took me a really long time to beat them the first time. Yeah. So uh, yeah. They look tough. cool though. Yeah, they do. How long did it take you to beat them? Well, it took me Sad. at least a dozen tries. <laughs> At least a dozen tries. Oh, so man, oh, a dozen tries. Wow, I, I think it would take me dozen. four tries at the most. <laughs> cool. Well, my my least right, favorite sorry. was Boral. Bor Bor is that his name? Boreal. Boreal. Boral. Boral. The, the one that's dead. <laughs> the one that you the first. Yeah, boss the one that beat. Oh, yeah, it's Vort. It's my least and favorite. Bort of the Boreal Valley. Yeah, Bort. Yeah. Bort. Really, Bort. Vort. 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 Like Vor? V-O-R-D-T. V yeah. Okay. Get it right! I Jesus was, fuck! I thought it was Bort for a second. It made me think of Simpsons. <laughs> Bort? Bort? Bort yep. Samson? Bort. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Uh, good old Bort. Cool. Alright. Well, yeah. Neat. Damage? Cool. Is that what we're doing? Damage. Is that what's going on? Um, Damage time. Cool. Right, I gotta explain what damage is. Uh, so game gets four, three hearts, uh, full of life, and we with our with our sharp words are able to, or or casting healing spells in case you shall be, are able to. Whoa! Whoa! 
are able to damage Whoa. the game. Uh, each, Whoa. each, <laughs> each heart is uh, one quarters. Or each, so we each we each are responsible for one heart each, and basically we deal damage in quarters. So no damage means we love the game. Would recommend to everyone, uh, all the way down to zero damage, which means we hate the game. Wouldn't recommend it to anybody at all, and you're angry that you've played it. And um, it's recommendation system, not so much about quality of the game. So I'll recommend. Would you would you tell people to play this game? Shelby, who's going first? Like yes. Um, yes. Uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, play healers. I'm just messing with. Wait, you do play I, healers. I do actually. in D and D. Yeah. Do you always play healers One. outside of D and D? No. Okay. Since so D and D is like the aberration. Yes. Do you like playing healers? Anomaly. In D &D? Yeah, it's fun. Okay, cool. It's pretty fun. Um, but that's only because it's it it. I mean, you guys. I don't know if the shenanigans that we get into oh, we and everyone's like just fucking dying and I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to not let you guys die. We should do a D&D &D episode yeah. sometime. Not play D&D, &D. God, no. But like, uh, just talk about D&D &D games and also our D&D &D game. Take I think I, I agree with that. We, especially with the ridiculousness that myself and Rob get ourselves into in our D&D &D campaigns. I'm going to yeah. add D&D uh, &D month to the notepad. All right. There's lots of games cool. you can talk about. Continue, Shelby, with your damage. Sorry, sorry, that was completely my fault. No, my fault, okay. my it's bad. Okay. Full responsibility. It's fine. it's fine. Sorry, Shelby. It's fine, other than the so sorry. The original sexist comment what, that you, what you made. Talking but about? that's wait, whoa, back up, <laughs> back up a second here. What are you trying? To, what are you saying? What sexist? Oh, comment? you just you shoehorning me into the healer role because I'm female, healers, Shelby. No, you you Shelby, almost fucking forgot that I played a healer what in D and D. Are you saying? So you can't even say that. Shelby, are you trying to say that I was making a joke? Yes. Oh, okay, continue. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with just a quarter damage, but uh, that's because most of the people I know have played this game and love this game, uh, and I guess because of uh, uh, of the crowd I hang out with. Uh, I'm more likely to recommend it to people, um, even if it is difficult. Um, and this is going to sound like a broken record, but the music's really good, and uh, the game itself, even though Rob mentioned it was dreary in certain areas and stuff, um, I still liked it. I, th I think it looks really, really good. Um, so yeah, quarter quarter damage. That's it. Wow, quarter, quarter damage. Yeah. Holy crap, that is so mean to this game. Uh, who would I recommend this to? Jeez. Most people, I, I think, who who uh, I would recommend this to, if I were to recommend it to anybody, uh, already play the game. Uh, there's not a lot of people, like, not a lot of general people I would recommend this to. Like, if someone's like, oh, I want to play a hard game, then I, so I might say, yeah, you should try Dark Souls game then. So I guess half damage. I want to go through quarters, Rude. but... I'm not gonna. I, cause the game is still really good, so I can't say it doesn't deserve three three quarters damage. So half half a hearts of damage. I had half a heart for this game. That's good. Seems right, right? right. It's, it was a good game. It's good. Uh, I I don't think I liked it, but I don't know. <laughs> I just it's, it came at a point where I have too much other games going on, and I just uh, yeah. So I I don't know if it's maybe I would have played it more otherwise. Or if the theme was different, maybe I would have liked it more too. Because I, I don't have any like problems with hard games. I, I like hard games. I just uh, I don't know. It's good. Half damage. Tell a friend. Tell half of your friends. Tell half your friends. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, well, well, for me, like like I, I'm on the 
opposite spectrum of view, Rob. I I love the theme. Um, yeah, it's it's what captures. I can see why you would to the game. Um, yeah, definitely. So it's 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 something that's straight up my alley in, in both this and and does actually Bloodborne does a lot more that I like in terms of its, its presentation. Some of the monsters are way more what I like. Dark Souls is like I feel it's very demonic with how the enemies look, um, while Bloodborne is a little more monstrous. And I would rather monsters than demons. Just just like if you know what I mean, the difference between a monster and a demon is is obviously you know superficial at best in a way. Um, but but there's a difference to me and so well anyways back to dark there's Souls. definitely um, different monsters and demons just just for the, oh, like, absolutely right but like i'm just saying demons are from uh, a different plane yeah i know but like for the uninitiated they may just be like oh. what the fuck is you talking about so but you know i know you, you know what i mean so um i appreciate that so 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 for me especially when it comes to to damaging dark souls it, it's tough because dark souls 3 is a lot of fun and i really enjoy it but you know I would have to. I'm gonna more or less look at the whole Soul series, um, is 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 how I would judge it. So, I would I would kind of I would actually want to give two damages. So okay. Dark Souls three would be you know a quarter damage. Okay. It, it's a great game. Really enjoyed it. If you're looking for a hard game to play, it's a solid game to play. And it's not like you need to have played previous Dark Souls games to enjoy it. Right. You can just hop right in and, and you're good to go. So it's two out of three um, hearts. In, and if I'm looking at the Soul series in general, I would say no damage because, huh? like, it, it is it is a shame in a lot of ways that we didn't do Dark Souls one, but anyways, I'm not going to get into that again. But because the beginning of Dark Souls one especially is just it's crazily beautifully crafted, and to experience that is really something cool, especially if you're into like level design in video games and you want to do it right. Dark Souls 1 does it right. So just even playing through the intro parts of Dark Souls 1, um, after you get to the Firelink Shrine and then beyond a little bit, up to the up to Ornstein and Smo at least, that, but that's pretty far. Um, but if you can get to that point and you can kind of see how the game, how you know one area kind of bleeds into another just seamlessly, um, it it is level design done perfectly. Uh, and and I think I think that is something that needs to be admired and replicated to some extent in, in other games. Uh, so I would I would give the whole Soul series absolutely no damage just based on the magnificence mm -hmm. of Dark Souls 1. So yeah. two out of three hearts then? Yeah, we're, if we're just looking at, at Dark Souls 3, nice. then that, yeah. There you go. We did it. You did it. Glad you made us play a Dark Souls. I did. You played play a Total War game in a Dark Souls game. What's next? What, what are the games you talk about all the time that we don't want to play? Uh, and then we play it, and they're like, oh, Civ. Civ. No, no one, no, well, Total War was we a little bit of a... Uh, no, I know, but I'm not saying people didn't really like it that much. Oh. Um, Shelby was Shelby staying. liked it. Um, Shelby did like it because Shelby's cool. Yeah, Shelby's cool. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll play Civ. Maybe we'll play some more strategy games. Play Civ. Maybe, oh, maybe yeah, yeah like Civilizations, or maybe like ooh, Starcraft. Ooh, Ugh. Starcraft would be fun. RTS so. game, man. Gross. <laughs> probably, probably a strategy game will be. Oh, Strategy Month. Oh no. All right. 
So, yeah. Uh, Thanks for tuning in to Bonus Barrel. Oh, no. and, uh, a whole month. Of, those strategies, <laughs> can you find short ones at least? Because they're all fucking long. <laughs> they're all long. They're all, they're all so long. What do you mean? All the strategy like, games are like like 20,000 hours. No, it's you're crazy. Oh, it's 20 hours to beat this game. A whole month of strategy look, games. That's a lot of that's a lot of strategy. Look, look, like I hate you them. You don't need I'm bad at you them. Don't... <laughs> I'm bad at RTS games. Strategy RPGs yeah, well, would be cool. Let's play some Fantasy Tactics. I can get behind that. Some fire that could be uh, maybe uh, one part of strategy month, but we got to do we got to do more actual strategy games. But strategy's hard. Well, get good, bro. No, I can't. I can't. That's the problem. I'm, I'm too old now. Once you're in your 30s, you can't learn anymore. You stop learning. Not with that attitude. Your brain yeah, is sick. no longer... Its neuroplasticity is all fucked up. Oh, my fucking and God. The, the, the elastics in your brain are stretched out, and they can't, they, can't bound, they can't bind anymore. You can't learn. I can't learn anything. You can learn anything. Oh, my God. I <laughs> can't learn. Nothing at all. Can't even speak properly. Just, just specifically strategy games. Once you hit thirty, yeah, you, can't, you just can't. Well, hey, you can't. Them. You can't Apparently. be a pro at, at uh, RTS games after you're twenty, like twenty four. So why even play? Where, where is this that information is, that is coming true, from? By the way, your, your, is your, it your uh, what's it your your um, clicks per minute? What are the fuck they call that? I'm. See, I already can't remember. What the old. fuck? Uh, no, it's clicks. Per yeah, yeah, minute. yeah. So when you're playing these games, you you can do so many actions a minute, and you have to do a bunch of them to be oh. a professional. So you can't be a pro, or like it's really difficult to be a pro at uh, RTS games and because you're like saying that. your your reaction, your body, your physical body is slower because you get slower. Oh. So even and something like that where it's such a like a minute amount because it's within a minute, it matter it adds up real fast. So you have to have those those clicks per minute CPM. I don't know if that's it, <laughs> but it's something like that. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. Wait, wait, well, wait. luckily Actions we will not be playing strategy APM. games at the professional level. So we don't need to worry about that. It's 8 p.m. Yeah. I just want you guys all to know. And look, people even comes up is what is StarCraft 8 p.m.? It's a measurement of a player's load handling capacity and it's one of the metrics for judging player skill. I can never be the best at StarCraft, so why play it? You don't. So first yeah. of all, StarCraft's not that hard of a game to just play against the computer. <laughs> but I can't You can probably beat the left. computer. But you don't need top it's 8 p.m. for us to cover it up. Actions per hour. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I click on this this here computer screen? I can't make my yeah. Zergs go go over to the Terrans and and attack them. Is that right? Did I do that right? Yeah, yes. you got it right. But yeah, I have seen some professional StarCraft people play, yeah. and it's it's crazy. Like I don't know how they manage it as well as they do, but they do. I've heard that you so. can't, um, you can never make StarCraft into an MMO like World of Warcraft. Well, that seems wrong to me. Maybe but some some people. That does seem. Hey, we kind of debunked that already, so <laughs> I already I already set up a perfect premise for that. So anybody, Terran Protoss, Zerg bad guys, boom, yeah, lots of classes for Zerg and Terran. But people are like from Cartridge Clob. They just they don't they just they can't, uh, <laughs> keep up with that, you know. Yeah. All right, I'm done. I had fun this episode. It's good, good, good month left. People really love difficulty month. Other three months so far, it's probably people's favorite. Huzzah! Till next month, which is spooky, spooky month. Scary, scary month. Uh, macabre month. Ooh, yeah. Dark Souls would fit into that. Hey, what this if, is another Dark Souls game. 
No. Is your Bloodborne? No. <laughs> well, before, maybe you can over next year for, for, for Scary Month. I'd be down with that. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Alright, well, thank you for listening. This is uh, Rob. And Shelby. And left. Have an exciting day. <laughs> Have, Have an, an exciting, exciting day. day.